You're listening to the Pilot Photog Podcast. I'm your host, Juan, also known as Tog. Let's listen to the story of the Navy's most versatile jet, the F-18. This is the first of a two-part series on the F-18. Part 1, From Cobra to Hornet. The F-18 is a multi-role twin-engine supersonic carrier-capable fighter and attack aircraft. Introduced initially as the Hornet, the F-18 serves in the United States Navy, Marine Corps, and Air Forces of several nations. The F-18 is also used by the U.S. Navy Flight Demonstration Squadron, also known as the Blue Angels. Notable features of the F-18 include twin tails, folding wings, a tail section that has vertical stabilizers forward of the elevators, a unique extended wing design known as Leading Edge Extensions, or LEX, reinforced landing gear for carrier operations, and wingtip missile racks. Over the course of its lifespan, the F-18 has evolved into a true multi-role aircraft, serving as a fighter, ground attack aircraft, electronics war platform, and even aerial refueling tanker. The F-18 was built to replace the Navy's aging A-4, A-7, and Marine F-4s, while initially serving alongside as a complement to the F-14 Tomcat. Additionally, even though the correct designation is the F-A-18, in the interest of brevity, I'll be referring to the Hornet today simply as the F-18. Here are some key specifications for the F-18C. Length, 56 feet 1 inch. Height, 15 feet 5 inches. Wingspan, 40 feet 4 inches, which is considerably longer than the F-16's wingspan. Maximum speed, Mach 1.8 or 1,190 miles per hour. Empty weight, 23,000 pounds. Maximum takeoff weight, 51,900 pounds. Engines, two General Electric GEF-404 engines, producing a combined 36,000 pounds of thrust with afterburner. Thrust-to-weight ratio, 0.96 or 1.13 with loaded weight at 50% internal fuel. The F-18 internally carries the six-barrel 20mm M61 Vulcan cannon which can fire 6,000 rounds a minute, making it effective against air, ground, and naval targets. In addition, the F-18 has nine external hardpoints, which can carry a total load of over 13,000 pounds. The distribution of these hardpoints are as follows. Two are located on the wingtips, four under the wings, and three under the fuselage. Since the F-18 is a multi-role fighter attack aircraft, the combinations of weapons the Hornet can carry is extraordinary. For air-to-air engagements, the F-18 can carry heat-seeking AIM-9 Sidewinders or radar-guided AIM-7 Sparrows or AIM-120 AMRAMs. For air-to-surface missiles, the F-18 can equip AGM-65 Mavericks, AGM-88 Harm anti-radar missiles, the AGM-154 Joint Standoff Weapon, and the anti-ship AGM-84 Harpoon, to name a few. Additionally, the F-18 can carry freefall bombs ranging from the 500-pound Mark 82s or CBU-87 cluster bombs to the Paveway series of laser-guided bombs. Support and defensive options include external fuel tanks, chaff and flare dispensers, and the advanced lightning targeting pod. This list is by no means exclusive, but should serve to demonstrate the multitude of roles an F-18 can perform. When it comes to targeting and tracking, the F-18C carries the AN-APG-73 radar, which is an improved version of the AN-APG-65 system. This improved version provides the F-18 with an excellent air-to-air radar, which includes a track-while scan or TWS mode. 
The TWS mode gives the F-18 fire and forget capability, meaning it can lock a target, fire a missile, and seek other targets, while the missile independently tracks its target. Furthermore, the radar also has a raid assessment mode which permits radar separation of closely spaced targets, allowing the F-18 to engage both. In addition to potent air-to-air features, the AN-APG-73 incorporates high-resolution ground radar tracking, which allows for accurate detection of ground or naval targets. This allows the F-18 to look into ground targets that may be attempting to hide against ground clutter. Air-to-air and air-to-ground modes can be switched instantly with a push of a button, allowing for maximum mission flexibility. This radar system has not only proven itself over time, it has also been shown to be easy to maintain and operate. And now, let's get into the origins of the F-18. Seeking to replace its aging A-4s, F-4s, and A-7s, the U.S. Navy initiated the Naval Fighter Attack Experimental, or VFAX, program in 1973. The purpose of the VFAX program was to acquire a multi-role aircraft that could replace the three legacy aircraft type. One additional requirement was that the new aircraft had to be less expensive and easier to operate than the F-14, which was already proving difficult to maintain. A big advocate of the VFAX program was Admiral Kent Lee, whose experience as both a fighter and attack pilot made him uniquely qualified for the role of championing a multi-role fighter. After briefly considering low-cost versions of the F-14 and F-15, Secretary of Defense James R. Schlesinger ordered the Navy to consider the two finalists in the Air Force's Lightweight Fighter or LWF program, the YF-16 and the YF-17 Cobra. And even though the YF-16 had already been adopted by the Air Force, the Navy did not like the idea of flying on one engine over water. Ruling out the YF-16, the Navy asked Northrop and McDonnell Douglas to further develop the YF-17 Cobra into a carrier-capable aircraft. After extensive redesign and enhancements, the new aircraft was designated the F-A-18 and given the name Hornet. The Hornet's modifications included strengthening the undercarriage, airframe, and tailhook to help withstand punishing carrier operations. Additionally, folding wings were incorporated to save on deck space, along with a widening of the landing gear. Since naval operations typically involve long flights over water, fuel capacity was increased by over 4,000 pounds. To help increase payload capacity, wings and stabilizers were also enlarged. Furthermore, the Flight Control System, or FCS, was upgraded to a quadruply redundant fly-by-wire system, the first of its kind to be installed in a production fighter. The Hornet was also among the first aircraft to make extensive use of multifunction displays or MFDs. Using multiple MFDs, Hornet pilots can choose between fighter or attack modes, or both at the push of a button. This ability is known as a force multiplier since it allows the same aircraft to switch roles on the fly in a dynamically developing scenario. The first F-18 was introduced in September of 1978 with blue on white colors. One side of the aircraft was marked Navy, and the other side Marines. The first operational Hornet was delivered to Marine Squadron VMFA-314, also known as the Black Knights, in January of 1983. The Navy took delivery of its first Hornet in January of 1984 as part of VFA-25, or the Fist of the Fleet. The Hornet has been proven to be a reliable, easy-to-maintain multi-role aircraft. Initially operated by the U.S. Navy and Marines, The F-18 has also been exported to Australia, Canada, Finland, Kuwait, Malaysia, Spain, and Switzerland. Since no other country uses the F-18 for carrier operations, all export versions are sold without the automatic carrier landing system. 
Additionally, Canada was the first and is the largest export customer of Hornets today. And finally, NASA also used a modified F-18 as a High Alpha Research Vehicle, or HARV, to test controlled flight at high angles of attack. This F-18 ultimately produced stable flight at 70 degrees angle of attack, where the previous maximum had been 55 degrees. The F-18 HARV will be the subject of an upcoming episode. Regarding the Hornet's legacy, F-18s have been in continuous global deployment since 1985, establishing a reputation as a versatile, effective, and easy-to-maintain combat aircraft. F-18s first saw combat action in April of 1986, when elements from the USS Coral Sea flew suppression of enemy air defenses or seed missions against Libyan air defenses during Operation Prairie Fire and again on an attack on Benghazi as part of Operation El Dorado Canyon. During the Gulf War of 1991, the F-18 proved its multi-role capabilities. On the first day of the war, Navy pilots Lieutenant Commander Mark Fox and his wingman Lieutenant Nick Mongilio were sent from their aircraft carrier to bomb an airfield in southwestern Iraq. On their way to the target, they were warned by an E-2C of approaching MiG-21 fighters. While still carrying four 2,000-pound bombs, the F-18s each shot down the two MiGs and then resumed their bombing mission. Having successfully delivered their bombs, the two F-18s safely returned to their carrier, the USS Saratoga, demonstrating the Hornet's multi-role capability in combat. In another incident, the Hornet's ruggedness and ease of maintenance were demonstrated when a Hornet took hits to both engines, yet still managed to fly over 120 miles back to base and was repaired and flying within a few days. During the 1990s, Navy and Marine Hornets were used continuously during Operation Southern Watch in Iraq and over the skies of Bosnia and Kosovo. Additionally, Hornets flew sorties in the 2001 Operation Enduring Freedom and 2003 Operation Iraqi Freedom. Since its introduction into service, the F-18 has participated in every major conflict that the United States has been involved in, and given its forward deployments on carriers and land bases all over the world, the F-18 is likely to be the first responder in any U.S.-involved conflict today. And finally, in 1986, the Blue Angels transitioned to the F-18, which they continue to operate to this day. Performing in countless air shows for millions of spectators over the decades, the Blue Angel F-18s have inspired untold numbers to join the service as sailors and marines. The F-18 has unquestionably made a huge impact on the armed forces of the world, both in friendly and adversary or aggressor roles. Even today, you'd be hard-pressed to find an airframe that can fulfill so many roles so well. That alone is an incredible achievement considering the F-18 was designed almost 50 years ago. And while the F-18 has been and is an unquestionably successful design, nothing lasts forever. The F-18's C and D models have slowly given way to the larger and more advanced E and F models. In the United States, the Navy's F-18 C and D models have slowly given way to the larger and more advanced ENF models known as the Super Hornet, with the Navy planning to retire all C&D models by 2025. Meanwhile, the Marines will continue to operate their C&D models into 2031. Additionally, other nations who currently operate legacy Hornets are looking to upgrade their forces with either Super Hornets, F-35s, or other options. These replacement programs and fighter competitions will be the subject of upcoming episodes. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. You can also check out my YouTube channel. Just search Pilot Photog, all one word. And lastly, you can find me on any social media platform at Pilot Photog. Be well, stay safe, and see you next time.